Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our third and final part of our current event in weekly Bible study for August 9th, 2009, and we're going to pick up with this study on the Bohemian Grove, and now we're going to talk about Walter Cronkite, who just died recently, and a lot of this stuff, and it's, it's a, I guess it's appropriate that we bring this up, because, you know, the stuff we just mentioned with the summer solstice, the Bohemian Grove, Walter Cronkite dying, Walter Cronkite was a member of the Bohemian Grove. It was all, you know, kind of a, the right time to do this study, it seemed as though. Um, plus, I consulted my astrology, you know, and my fortune tellers to, you know... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Teasing. Teasing. Those are the guys I'm talking about and exposing. So anyway, um, this is uh, a... Uh, <clears throat> you can go up there and listen to this. I'm not going to play this clip because it's, you know, it's about ten minutes long, but... It's Walter Cronkite being presented a, a, this award, this Lifetime Achievement Award or whatever he's getting. And the title of this article is, Listen to Walter Cronkite's Desire to Sit at the Right Hand of Satan. Literally, he was a New World Order globalist. Now, the way he ends up saying this, he actually does say, sitting on the right hand of Satan. And, and he does it in kind of a, a way that is, when you hear him speak... It's in kind of a way that um, he's going against Christianity is the way it comes out, is the way it's uttered, okay? So, as many of you know, Walter Cronkite has passed away, but what most do not realize is that he was dedicated to the establishment of a new world order and to the dissolving of sovereignty of America. And if you listen to the speech he gives, now this is after his newsman days, okay? And... In it, he stated that he is proud to sit at the right hand of Satan. Below are a couple of his speeches setting forth his desire on behalf of the New World Order. Indeed, Cronkite has been given the honor of receiving the New World Order Globalist Award and is now capitalized in the media as the most trusted man on television. Well, the only thing Walter's, you know, <laughs> feeling now is the flames of hell, most likely. Um... This is an epitaph to Walter Cronkite. Now, I'm not saying all of this is is biblically correct, okay? Because a lot of people put Satan in hell, like he, he rules from the underworld and he's in hell. And the Bible says that Satan goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's not most likely wanting to be or, or in hell at this point. He fears the flames of particularly the lake of fire. And this is not something... The, the Bible says hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. Okay, uh, But unfortunately, we got grandfathered in when sin entered in through you know, Eve and then Adam. That's a whole other story. But uh, the way that... The, understand, as I'm reading this, I'm not saying this is all biblically accurate. But I think he, the, the thing I'm wanting you to get from this is the point. The point we're trying to make here about this. So this is an epitaph to Walter Cronkite, Transforming America to Witchcraft, the New World Religion. And again, I've done several studies where I've talked about this, and I've, I've even got one that's entitled Witchcraft, the Coming One World Religion, or the Emerging One World Religion. And it is going to be the essence of the coming one world religion, witchcraft. Now, what are they participating in the Bohemian Grove? Witchcraft, obviously. And uh, again, the Prince in the Power of the Air... They talk about here. He, he was. Um, you know, they talk about 
a lot of times the airwaves, you know, how media gets transferred, the airwaves, and Satan is the prince in the power of the air. So this starts out by saying, the 40-year voice of the peace of the stone owl god of the Bohemian Grove has been silenced in death. One of its most valiant men has passed into the great gateway of death to receive his eternal flames from his counterfeit god that he willingly served, Satan. His name is Walter Cronkite. The dark prince of hell will surely greet him as he passes through the doors of obscurity into the entrance of the fiery halls of the flames of hell. The place is filled with dumb idols and Babylonian gods. His mind danced with the Bohemian Grove memories, abominable tantric sex rituals, alcohol, sex, uh, gods, goddesses, and sex symbols, and perverted plays, and the human sacrifices to the great owl god. And then he goes on to say, this is Walter Cronkite talking, Oh, at last, dear Moloch, the great owl god of the Bohemian Grove, again, I think it's Lilith most likely, but I shall see you face to face. To his shock and terror, sitting on a throne made of fake gold, wasn't the great owl god, it wasn't Lucifer, it was the great god, it wasn't the great god of light, it wasn't Gaia, the earth goddess, or the queen of heaven, it was the atrocious tyrant Satan, sitting upon the throne with scepter in hand. Oh, hail Lucifer, shouted Walter Cronkite, I worship you, Lucifer. Walter, bowing with obviescence, his knees to the floor, Satan's steely, dead, cold fish eyes glared at him. And he says to him, You fool, did you come to my kingdom of darkness expecting a reward for your stupid life? Trembling, Walter looked up into the terrifying eyes of his captor. Hail Lucifer, Walter weakly said. Satan says, You fool, remember those words when you, when you spoke them each year at the stupid pagan parties from the darkness of the unholy forest of the evil Bohemian Grove? Now, Walter, from what I could gather, um, he they used his voice like a lot of times as the narrator for a lot of these events at the Bohemian Grove. Because he has a very distinctive voice, you have to admit. And I heard it uh, on one occasion, I think it was in that tape from Alex Jones, and you could tell it was Walter Cronkite's voice over the loudspeaker. You know, so this is what his one of his roles was at the Bohemian Grove. So anyway, but then going further, it says, um, Walter answering Satan, Yes, I remember telling all my friends that I wanted to sit at your right hand also. This is in reference to that interview that we just talked about. And I remember I proudly said it. Uh, Satan, you and your little decadent debauched scoundrel, you, you little decadent debauched scoundrel thought that you were worthy enough to sit at my right hand you stupid man-made image of god i hate you i hate all mankind and that's why i'm killing them with your psychopathic plans to destroy the world actually it's satan's plans but no no man will ever be equal to me i am satan i shall be like god and again we there's biblical reference for for this uh, where he said i shall be like god uh, then he goes on to say, I despise you and those entire crazy ones who think they are something worth while, but they're not. Satan spit in Walter's face, smirked at him, and then that's why I use an idiot like you to do my work. You threw your life and soul away from money and fame, and now, you disgusting worm, I will give you a great reward. And, you know, hey, this is, this is, this is the reality of hell, okay? And, and again, just to drive that point home. I think he did a pretty good job. Walter had his face covered with his hands, tears streaming down his cheeks, waiting to see where his great castle in hell would be located. 
Um, Satan says, Abaddon, king of hell, take this depraved, foolish, degenerate human slave to his quarters. He's earned his place in eternity. Cast him into a cell. Every devil in hell hound howled, hooted, and screeched as Abaddon grabbed Walter and took him to the, his place to wait the great white throne judgment. And that is biblically correct. It's not the judgment seat of Christ. It's the great white throne judgment where they will then be cast into the lake of fire for eternity. So, he ends up by saying, this is an unknown fan of Walter Cronkite. If that's a fan, I'd hate to see his enemy. Um, but anyway, so that's just something to think about there. Um, something to drive it home, because ultimately, the reason all this goes down, and all this wickedness and evil goes down on Satan's end, is to get as many people into hell as he possibly can get there, because we are created in God's image, and he hates us, and he doesn't want to take as many people to, to hell and then the lake of fire as he can. You know, what a sick, twisted, perverted goal. But that's what Satan is. So, continuing our article from before, from Henry Maycow, Ph.D., on the Bohemian Grove. Um, we're going to go back to that article. He says, as for perversion, let's start with the trivial. In 1978, the club actually argued in court that it shouldn't have to hire female staff members at the Grove, because it's a very homosexual thing. This is a very extremely homosexual type of environment. Men being with men, I mean, it's just disgusting. But that's what goes on there. Hey, you know, they're right near San Francisco. They're in the woods. They're, you know, they're shedding off their care. And they want to they wanna be a whole bunch of gay guys running around the woods. It's disgusting. But they argued in court that they shouldn't have to hire female staff members because at the Grove, they, quote, urinate in open without the use of rudimentary toilet facilities, end of quote, and that the presence of females would alter their club members' behaviors. So they can't, men can't be men if there's females around. Yeah. So, again, this is reference. Uh, in fact... A lot of what we're talking about today, I'll give you the references. They're actually in the article themselves. I forgot to mention that. But This all-male enclave, Richard Nixon, regarding this all-male enclave, Richard Nixon was heard on the Watergate tapes describing it as, quote, the most faggy, blankety-blank thing you could ever imagine. That San Francisco crowd that goes in there, it's just terrible. I mean, I won't shake hands with anybody from San Francisco. End of quote. That's what Richard Nixon said about it. <laughs> Pretty bad of Richard Nixon saying that. In the Franklin cover-up scandal of 1989, Paul A. Bonacci claimed that he had been kidnapped and flown to the Grove by the Republican leader, Lawrence King, and was forced into sexual acts with other boys. Now, if you remember... On my pedophilia study that I did recently, I gave you that whole account. We read the whole thing. In fact, that's how I ended it. It's probably, if you want to hear it, go to the last study I did on the pedophilia, and I will give you the whole account. It's sickening. Okay, and I tried to leave out the gory details. Okay, but I had to say enough for you to understand what, what was going on there. This took place at the Bohemian Grove. And I mentioned that there. Um, in chapter 18 of the Transformation of America, which I have read, okay, and you can say what you will about this book, but I think there's a lot of validity to it. There's too many things that 
the CIA has even released regarding Project Monarch and Project Paperclip where they brought these Nazi scientists over from World War II and, and used them in our government to continue their sick experiments that were taking place in places like Auschwitz and these Nazi prison camps. We brought them over and they start, they kept doing their research over here. And it had a lot to do with mind control and um, creating these basically slaves. And that's a whole other subject, but it's called Transformation of America, Kathy O'Brien. I'll tell you what, that book will turn your stomach. It will turn your stomach. But you know what? This stuff has been reported on by way too many people that have said they've been from a little, little tiny baby brought up in this horrific traumatization, mind control, where they do the most horrific things to these little children sexually, torture them. What they're trying to do is create what they call MPDs, multiple personality disorders, shatter their personality, and each one of these personalities can actually be programmed if you know what you're doing. And it's a very, very evil, occultic thing. And they can actually create little robots, essentially is what it boils down to. And they can create different personalities, and those personalities serve different functions for Satan, essentially, and ultimately. Kathy O'Brien was one of these mind control slaves and you know was brought out of it unfortunately she's not saved as far as I know but um, she wrote a book Transformation of America you know I'm not telling you to read it it's horrific I read it a long time ago and it, it was not nothing I want to ever read again but it talks about you know <laughs> she specifically talks a lot about Dick Cheney and the Bushes and the Clintons and all of these people at the highest level of government, the same people, and she specifically talks about the Bohemian Grove. This was one of the first places I ever heard about it was through her writings. And you know what's crazy? Is everything that she, she said about it that I didn't know at the time has really been confirmed through my own research that has nothing to do with what she's saying. Now the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses a thing is established. She was a witness as to the goings on and reading her stuff now I knew she had inside knowledge because there's people that have actually infiltrated like Alex Jones and these types of people that have actually been there and other people that have reported on what goes on there like the, the Franklin cover-up scandal in that report I had read before. So we've got a lot of different confirming stories from different unrelated sources. She writes, I was programmed and equipped to function at all rooms in the Bohemian Grove. There's different rooms there. Okay, In order to com um, compromise specific government targets according to their personal perversions, again, one of the big things with these secret societies is they film people, they record people, so that way they have blackmailing tapes on these people so if they ever get out of line, the New World Order, the people above them can say, hey, do you want this tape getting out, or do you want to be assassinated, or do you want your family? they got ways they can threaten them, in other words. So, um, anything, anytime, anywhere with anyone was my mode of operation at the Bohemian Grove. Uh, I do not purport to understand the full function of this political cesspool playground as my perception was limited to my own realm of experience. My perception is that bo the Bohemian Grove serves those ushering in the New World Order through mind control and consists primarily of the highest mafia, U.S. government, and world officials. I do not 
use the term highest loosely, as copious amounts of drugs were consumed there. Project Monarch mind control slaves were routinely abused there to fulfill the primary purpose of the club. Now, again, there's been declassified documents released from the CIA itself regarding Project uh, Monarch and these mind control experiments. They admit to it. So you can't say there's no, oh, this is a conspiracy theory. There's no, there's no validity that you can do um, through Freedom of Information Act requests that the, the documents are out there and you can research it on the internet. Um, Bohemian Grove is reportedly intended to be used recreationally, providing supposedly a secure environment for politically affluent individuals to, quote, party without restraint. The only business conducted there pertained to implementing the New World Order, though. Through the proliferation of mind control atrocities, giving the place an air of, quote, Masonic secrecy, like the Freemasons, the only room where business discussions were permitted was the small, dark lounge, affectionately and appropriately referred to as the underground. It's actually referred to as the un-UN-derground, like the UN-derground. Because the UN is the essence of the coming one world religion, United Nations. Okay, She goes on to say, my purpose at the Grove was sexual in nature, and therefore my perceptions were limited to this viewpoint. As an effective means of control to ensure undetected proliferation of their perverse indulgences, slaves, such as myself, were subjected to ritualistic trauma. I knew each breath I took could be my last. As the threat of death lurked at every shadow, slaves of advancing age or failing programming, because the women get older, Okay, and at some point they're no good anymore to, to these these their handlers. So these slaves of advancing age or failing programming were sacrificially murdered at random in the woods of the Bohemian Grove. And I felt it was simply a matter of time before it would be me. Now, if you remember on the study on pedophilia, and I read that account from Paul Bonacci, it was about two young boys, and one of the boys basically being shot and murdered and maimed and was sickening, beyond sickening. But again, we have another person there saying the exact same thing, totally unrelated to one another. Um, rituals were held at a giant concrete owl monument on the banks of, ironically enough, the Russian, or what as they referred to as the Russian, like, it's a play on words. It's Russian, the actual literal word, and then Russian, R-U-S-H-I-N, river. These occult sex rituals stem from the specific belief that mind control slaves required more severe trauma to ensure compartmentalization of their memory and not from any spiritual motivation. They compartmentalize their memory. Trauma does that. Trauma, if you go undergo enough trauma, your body will actually create a wall because that trauma is too horrific to think about. These are personalities that these programmers could access. I don't plan to understand or propose to understand how all of that works. Fritz Springmeyer wrote several books on this. Um, there's been other people like Kathy O'Brien has talked about this and other, a lot of other people that have went into this. It's a very complicated matter and subject. I believe their only hope is the Lord Jesus Christ to truly heal them and deal with the demonic entities that are implanted into these people at the earliest possible age. That's a whole other subject. But 
then she goes on to say, My own threat of death was instilled when I witnessed the sacrificial death of a young, dark-haired victim, at which time I was instructed um, to perform intercourse as though my life depended on it. I was told the next sacrifice victim could be you. Anytime when you least expect it, the owl will consume you. Well, what is the owl? Death. What is the owl representative of? Lilith. In I showed um, um, the picture of, and it's it's on the on the document connected with this study. I showed the picture of the owl on a blast plaque outside their six-story building of the Bohemian Club. And on the owl, in the background, was the moon. And the owl is associated with the moon. And the owl, I believe, is associated with Lilith, the creature of the night. She's a creature of death. The moon is also typically symbolic with the female aspect of the, um, of, like, you have Semiramis and Nimrod. The crescent moon of Islam and the star in the middle the star is typically more the masculine and the moon is typically more represented with the feminine in Lilith, Athena, Minerva, these ones, I believe it's, it's they're all linked together. So, um, she was told, anytime you least expect it, the owl will consume you, prepare yourself and stay prepared, be prepared uh, to await their command. So, that was an account from Kathy O'Brien. Now, just so you know, our wonderful lady that just got um, confirmed yesterday as a Chief Justice, Sonia Sotomayor, is a member of the all-female Belizean Club, which is the female equivalent of the Bohemian Club. Just so you know. Yeah. This emerging picture is that the world elite is chosen by virtue of being sexually and morally compromised so that they will obey the dictates of the Kabbalistic central bankers who are establishing the New World Order. I feel sorry for the innocent people who think Osama bin Laden was responsible for 9-11 and that the media tells the truth that we live in a free country. We live in a world designed and controlled by Satanist central bankers according to the blueprint for the protocols of the elders of Zion. We are being harassed by, and again, these are all subjects I could get into, but I just don't have the time to, these are separate studies. We are being harassed by terrorism, war, financial crisis, and viruses, just as the protocols promised. The purpose is to make us throw up our hands and accept the world government, which is the euphemism for banker tyranny. Whether it's climate change, wars, bank bailouts, hate laws, there is less distinction every day between the perversity of the Illuminati bankers and the actions of our government. The Bohemian Grove is more evidence that our national leadership has been substituted for Satanist perverts. We cannot take ourselves seriously as a society as long as we allow these imposters to control us. The credit crisis represents an opportunity to disown the debt which which monies were created in which monies were created out of thin air. In other words, the printing press of the Federal Reserve, they're just creating money out of thin air. And eventually that has to collapse. Okay. Uh, this is also an excuse to nationalize the central banks and take control of our own credit. Now, again, the collapse will be by design in order to implement the either the Amero, which will be the regional currency of the North American Union, and or they'll just go right to the global um, currency. I've heard I've heard some arguments go either way. You know, uh, most likely it's going to be the Amero and then the one world government currency, even then the mark of the beast, where there won't be. Money will all be on the chip in the right hand of the forehead. Uh, let's see here. So, 
little bit of further Bohemian confirmation, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. August 2nd of 1982, edition of the Newsweek magazine reported that the most prestigious summer camp, the Bohemian Grove, is now in session 75 miles north of San Francisco. The fiercely guarded 2,700-acre retreat is the county extension of San Francisco's all-male, ultra-exclusive Bohemian Club, to which every Republican president since Herbert Hoover has belonged. That's pretty impressive. Uh, it's the county's extension of the San Francisco's all-male Bohemian Club. See, they have their own, I believe, six-story building in San Francisco, and this is their retreat from that. Okay, it's high power. Now, this is from Newsweek, 1982. It's high-powered clientele, coveted privacy, Kabbalistic rituals. Now, again, we get into Kabbalistic, meaning the Kabbalah, which is the highest form of Jewish witchcraft and mysticism. Which, if you stay in the Judaistic religion, um, the Talmud will eventually lead you to the Kabbalah. And we've done some studies where we've talked about this. And I'm going to be talking about more of the Kabbalah with the study on the Hebrew Roots Movement expose um, that hopefully I'll get to a little bit later. The Bohemian Grove has prompted considerable suspicion. The most important events, however, are the lakeside talks. Past orators has been Alexander Haig, Casper Weinberger. This year's speaker was Henry Kissinger, on the challenge of the 1980s. Now remember, this was written in 1982. Now, this is another confirmation. Mac- McLean's Magazine, March 23, 1981, reported, quote, each summer for three weekends this year will be the 103rd um, meeting. Nearly 2,000 Bohemians with guests in tow sped in by car, corporate jet to their guarded grove um, close by the hamlet of Monterio on the Russian River. The Grove's Shakespearean motto, Weaving Spiders Come Not Here, is an injunction to forget the wheeling and dealing which is widely ignored. While ruling class cohesiveness rarely lets slip details of accommodations arrived at there, some, such as the 1967 agreement by Ronald Reagan over a drink with Richard Nixon to stay out of the coming presidential race, have helped to mold America's destiny. And that's what they're admitting to. Can you imagine what really has been decided there. Here's another source. Mother Jones, August 1981, Volume 6, page 28, reported a partial list of some of the most prominent members. George P. Schultz, Stephen Bechtel, Gerald R. Ford, Henry Kissinger, William F. Buckley, Fred L. Hartley, Merv Griffin, the talk show host guy, Thomas Haywood, Joseph Coors, I believe of the Coors beer fame, could be wrong, I don't know. Ronald Reagan, A.W. Clausen of the Clausen Pickle fame. Yes, I always knew the Clausen Pickle fame was in on this. No, sorry, just kidding. It's probably not the same Clausen, but a little humor there. And George Bush, Casper Weinberger, and hundreds of other prominent politicos and businessmen. Um, let's see here. This is a... Another excerpt from the Kathy O'Brien Transformation of America. This information may radically change the perception of the Bohemian Grove. Now remember, this came out, and then all of this confirmation after her book came out after this. Because up until the time Kathy O'Brien's book came out, there wasn't a lot other than what you could get um, like through Newsweek or McLean's Magazine or whatever. There wasn't a lot of the Bohemian Grove that I know of. But after this, it changed the perception of it, and then we've had all this confirmation afterwards. 
Not merely drunkenness, unbound use of alcohol, drugs, or vague, vague homosexual tones, but reported activities much more serious as kidnapping, rape, pedophilia, sodomy, ritual murder. Investigation is of this club is blocked under the 1947 National Security Act. And like the Omaha child abuse case, includes illegal detention of children. Now, the Omaha child abuse case is the Franklin cover-up. If you want to know more about that, just key in Franklin cover-up on the internet, in quotes, and you'll get your boat loaded, and you can find out all of it. There's all kind of videos. There was one video that they were going to run on the Discovery Channel that, like, the night before it was going to air, they were threatened and, you know, told to stand down, and the, the rights to it were bought, and all the stuff, and never aired. Okay, but you can still watch it. There is one version of it that you can still watch up on the internet. It's not like the best quality, but you can see it. Uh, here's another one. An article in the local community newspaper, Santa Rosa Sun, 1993, July, reported on the cult of the Canaan and the legend of Moloch at the place of the Bohemian Grove. Again, I think they got the Moloch part wrong, but... The Moloch pagan cult of sacrifices, human sacrifice. About the mid-1980s, there were rumors of murders in re- remote parts of the property. See this? I mean, there's just not like murdering everybody like on la- the lakeside and in, in, in front of everyone else. But 2,700 acres is a lot of land they can they can go to. Uh, at local police investigations about these murders have went nowhere. Well, imagine that. I can't imagine why there's been no headway there. State investigators on related criminal acts went nowhere as well. According to an observer and near victim who can describe the Bohemian Grove inner hideaways, the closed sanctum, even the decor at secret locations, places where no outsider goes, or servants, even servants according to our sources, there is an underground lounge. The sign spelled U-N-D-E-R, capital U-N, U period, capital N period, der ground, like the un-U-N, which is a dark room, there, um, uh, the UN dark room, and then a leather room and a necrophilia room. Whatever, so debased. These cults were based on um, human sacrifice. Um, well, th- this is entitled "The Origin of the Moloch, Druidic, and Canaanite Cults." These cults were based on human sacrifice. Why would a 20th century resort reproduce the cult ceremonies? At the minimum. It demonstrates an attraction to the ceremonial uh, f- practices of this of these cults: adoration of destruction, blood, barbarity, and sacrifice of children. In brief, O'Brien, Kathy O'Brien, charges are consistent with the tenets of the Bohemian Grove as played out in the ceremony. This is not a resort devoted to, for example, tennis or swimming. <laughs> it is apparently devoted to blood sacrifices. Many political reputations and world government secrets were staked on the belief that I could not be deprogrammed and be rehabilitated to recall what I was supposed to forget. See, they don't want her to remember either. They keep her around as the slave in order to compromise or uh, compromise um, these high-level political people so that the New World Order has the goods on them, so if they ever, ever get out of line, they can be brought back in the line. They were depending that mind-control slaves like Kathy O'Brien could not be deprogrammed. There was another one that came forward, that Bryce lady, and then there was another one called Arizona Wilder. And, uh, you know, it's sad. I mean, you see these women speak, and it, it, it's sad. It, it really is. 
a sad thing to hear them speak. And um, the, the unbelievable depravity that they have been subjected to their whole lives. They were born into it. And they were, they were uh, it's just horrific. You can't even comprehend the kind of torture they've went through. How they could even be there sane, sitting in front of you is incomprehensible. But um, there's been a lot that have, that have been um, come forward at this point. Kathy O'Brien being one of the first ones. And uh, anyway, it says so much for, um, for the programming experts like Colonel Aquino. Oh boy, we could do a whole study on Aquino. Who was a psychological expert linked to mind control with the Defense Intelligence Agency and presumably first class talent. Yet Kathy O'Brien was apparently deprogrammed and the secrets spilled all over. Michael Aquino who is a, one time a colonel and then I believe became a general in the army, who worked out of the Presidio, which is also where Gorbachev worked out of, who was also a high-level Satanist, who actually was part of the first church of Satan, of Anton LaVey, and then wanted to go do his own thing, started his own cult. His wife, I believe, is named Lilith. Oh, I mean, Aquino I could do a whole study on. I've, I've done... It, it, the, the facts all escape me and some of the facts escape me but suffice it to say he's working with our government in the military and is a uh, incredibly high level programmer, Satanist um, just debauched beyond belief uh, you, could get, you could do a whole study on him but these are the guys that were responsible for programming people like Kathy O'Brien, and some of their programming is not working, praise the Lord Jesus Christ, and they're coming out with this information. And um, that's, the, that's our study on the Bohemian Grove. Hopefully uh, this will give you a good basis um, for this particular subject. And the like I said, the PDF, I'm going to have to make the PDF available up on the contendingfortruth.com because there's no way... Unless I, what I may do is put a PDF version up on Sermon Audio with all the pictures removed, or most of them. And then I'll put the full PDF. And I've had to do this a lot of times because Sermon Audio only lets me upload like a, um, it's like a 500 KB file up on Sermon Audio. I, I just can't get a lot up there as far as pictures go. So I'll try to get the bigger files up on contendingfortruth.com no www just contendingfortruth.com and um, hopefully you'll uh, you'll be able to access it there and uh, you, if you want to research it further you just have one click away from it so we'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer Heavenly Father we do thank you for this time that you've given us and I praise you Lord God for your goodness and mercy for Lord God for letting us expose make manifest and reprove the unfruitful works of darkness Lord God, so that we know to pray against this wickedness and to pray for these poor people like Kathy O'Brien and these people that are caught up in this. For if we did not know about it, how would we know to pray for it, Lord? If we did not know some of the devices of Satan, we would be ignorant of them, as the Bible clearly says. 
in 1 Corinthians 2.11, that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us, and that we're supposed to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and have no fellowship, and mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which we have learned, and avoid them. This is contrary, Lord God. Everything that we talk about with the Bohemian Grove is contrary to the doctrine of the Bible. And to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints, knowing, Lord God, that you are going to send a strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, that we would be accounted worthy, Lord God, to escape all the things that are coming upon this world, and that you would use us and my listeners and the body of Christ mightily in the days to come, Lord God, um, and that you'd forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. We praise you, we worship you, we honor you, we humble ourselves before you, Lord God, and I pray, Lord God, for your mercy and that you'd use us mightily in the days to come. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.